Hey friends, it's Ash here, and I have been thinking a lot about life and why we're here. Um, I woke up earlier this week to really sad news that Sean Stevenson passed away, and those of you who didn't know him, he had a TED Talk called The Prison of Your Mind, and he was just such an amazing person. I was in a business group with him and had a couple hours conversation with him, and he was really close to friends of mine, and he seemed to be really enlightened and in touch with the point of life. And sorry, a little cup of coffee there. And when I reflect back on my conversations with him and just sitting in his death now and and processing his loss, I can't help but wonder when people pass away, what is the point of life? Like, what are we all doing here? And one of the things that I find interesting about being alive and being here on this planet is how much we miss the point. And I guess everybody has a different point, but I was in New York just a couple years ago. I'm, I'm in New York all the time, but there's one moment a couple years ago where I was sitting on a bench writing in my journal, having a cup of coffee. It was a really brisk fall day. And I remember looking across and seeing a really busy street corner. And on that street corner was a funeral home. And I found the juxtaposition of a lot of lively people up against this funeral home behind them. Uh, really profound because to me what it was was one of the reminders in the physical world that our time here is really limited and I think that we've trained our eyes and our minds not to totally register that because we kind of feel like it's going to happen we're powerless against it so might as well not really acknowledge death and there's something really interesting for me about this concept of death and it's that we are just around it all of the time and we don't even realize it And it's only as I've gotten into my 30s that I've really started to feel like to live is to understand dying. And in fact, every moment we're living, we're closer to dying. And a part of us is dying in a way with every new belief we take on about the world, an old version of ourselves is dying. I remember for the longest time in my career thinking that I had to work hard and that I had to climb the ladder and that all these beliefs about getting my foot in the door and climbing the ladder and having to be this person... And when I released all of those beliefs and starting to started to believe that it could be easy, it could be inspiring, it could be fun, it was almost like that old version of me died. And um, I think that that is what life is. And just yesterday, I was driving on the freeway and I saw a guy's car, you know, broke down on the side and he was sitting on the center divider of the freeway. And I remember thinking, wow, he is literally touching death and not even realizing what a risk he's taking with his life. And as I was driving by, just trusting that that was his prerogative and just realizing like life is so fragile. And I know I sound really obvious, but it's like, um, you know, what are the things that you're doing right now that kind of flirt with death that you're not even realizing? Um, are you flirting with your death and you don't even realize it? Um, you know, you've heard me say that discipline is the key to freedom. And I really believe that with this concept of flirting with death or moving yourself closer to death when you don't necessarily mean to. And what that means to me is paying attention to your relationship with food because, you know, I'm the first person that wants to have 50 snacks a and eat like all the pizza. But then I realize that if I don't have discipline in that area, my body's going to become a prison and, um, I will leave this planet most likely earlier than I want to. Um, and I don't know what your spiritual beliefs are, your religious beliefs are, and all I could speak to is mine, but 
I genuinely believe that there's just a bunch of souls flying around up in the invisible. There's so much going on in the invisible, even according to science, but beyond what our eyes can see. And to me, there's all these souls that are just up in the sky or wherever they are, just waiting to come down and have a body. And when I really get in touch with the fact that I believe that I'm just a soul here having a human experience, it makes me think so much more lightly about my life and my career. And it helps me realize that my career is just an experiment and that my life is just an experience. And sometimes I think when we buy into life too much, when we buy into being here too much, when we buy into situations too much, we forget the lightness that is available for us in relating to our lives. So do we want to be responsible about our body, about our health, about our well-being, about not flirting with death, Um, you know, whether it's having a drink and getting behind the wheel or whatever? Yes, but also holding life lightly holding your dreams lightly like it will never fail to amaze me as a career coach how many people have come into my practice refusing to leave a career path that they've been on for years only because they've been on it for years only because they've invested years of education into it but they don't even want to be on that career path and to me it's like life is happening now the time is going to pass anyway you've seen a thousand infographics talking about it so why not start to live now why not choose life right now so My invitation for you on this audio is twofold. To ask yourself, where have you been tacitly, accidentally making a death wish? Where aren't you being responsible and really treasuring your time here? Because I believe that as as humans, each of us is a work of art. We are an art gallery. We We are so unique, each and every one of us. And if you haven't found your gift yet, it's because either one, you've decided that you're gonna keep pushing through and you've bought into the belief that that's what life has to be, or two, you haven't, gone and looked for what your gift is you haven't asked people what your gift is you haven't done investigation be it hiring a career coach reading books whatever it is you haven't chosen that path and you are buying into the belief that it has to be hard because truly i have found that everyone does have a gift and it's not a cheesy little saying it's the truth Um, and really the invitation is on you to seek out that gift to find that gift Um, and secondly my invitation for you is to ask yourself what dream have you been ignoring because you are afraid you won't make money doing that dream or because you're afraid that it's too late and you're in some sort of scarcity or you're holding on to some path you don't really want because you're scared look ask yourself what's the worst that can happen because usually the worst thing that can happen is you just go back to where you were and you're really no different because of it you just go back on track back into the workforce or back into whatever job you're doing and continue with your life and so my invitation for you today is to live more fully because the moment that my sister passed away a year ago which it's been a year since the anniversary of her death really And now hearing about Sean Stevenson and even my cousin who had a stroke three weeks ago, 40 years old with two kids. It's like, why do we need death to remind us to live? Why don't we realize we are dying every day? It's time to live now. So go do your dream. And if you don't have a dream, go figure out what your gift is and make a dream because life is short and the gift is really getting to be here. Because when I look outside at the sunset, I am looking at a work of art. When I'm sitting there looking in the 
eyes of my boyfriend, my mom, my dad. I feel like I am just in this human experience of connection and understanding, realizing that this is what I'm here for and that there's no amount of money that can replace the connection I have with friends like Sarah Stewart or Amanda Bucci or Nicole Naupavar or Alyssa Nobriga or Sarah Pendrick. These friends that I have, there's no amount of money that can replace the understanding, the love and the connection. So what are you here for? What are you dreaming about? And where are you flirting with death? Because today is my invitation for you to live more fully and to appreciate the universe and the world around you as this magical work of art, realizing that we get to be here and that should be enough. It's me, Ashley Stahl, signing off. I love you. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.